Welcome to another episode of Surviving Social Distance. Today I have my good friend here, Saad, um, who I actually met on LinkedIn. He, he live in, lives in London and he is going to share some gems with everyone. Saad has experience managing remote teams, managing entire product teams, and bringing them to the market. So Saad, you want to kind of introduce yourself, talk a little bit about who you are and what your experience is? Hey, Brendan. Great to be on the podcast. Um, so my name is Saad Rathor, and I live in London, UK. Um, and I've, I've got background in program and project management, as well as uh, product delivery and product management. Um, and for the last few years, I've been working uh, in, uh, fully remotely, uh, leading globally diverse um, product teams and project delivery teams. Uh, currently, I'm working at a healthcare startup, uh, which is de- uh, developing a video platform where patients can log in and hold their medical consultations without going to the doctor, to the hospital or the clinic. And it helps, it makes it more accessible, especially in our current times. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to go through some of the, some, some of my journey of um, working through um, how I've managed to lead uh, and run teams uh, remotely, people I've never met before and trying to form the teams. Um, so I think, I, yeah, happy to happy to go through that knowledge. Uh, is there anything specific you wanted me to start with? Yeah, you know. So um, first, I think where is your team located? Where has your to talk about just like proximity to you? I mean, are these teams that you could easily meet up with in the office if you needed to, or or where is your team located? Um, so, um, the majority of my team, uh, the development team, as well as the UI and UX, um, resources are based in India. So it's, they're five and a half hours ahead, uh, in time zone, um, and, uh, they work remotely fully. Uh, so do I, uh, the founder and the CEO uh, are based in London, but again, I, I rarely meet them. Uh, we have video chats, uh, we have phone calls, messenger meetings, uh, and we all work remotely, and we've been doing that uh, in this specific uh, startup for four months. Um, so I have a lot of experience of actually forming the team. When I joined, I was a third person um, after the founder and the uh, CEO um, to join. And we had to hire the whole team remotely, uh, go through the whole process of going through, uh, implementing a Scrum Agile process, getting the team up to speed, uh, starting the planning uh, the vision, uh, putting in the process, daily meetings, everything uh, from scratch, um, and uh, and running the whole team. Wow, that's awesome. So um, someone who's experienced running remote teams like yourself, um, obviously, I think a lot of the country, a lot of the world has been forced, forced into remote work. So what are some watch outs that you would kind of prepare people that are going to be new to remote work? What are some watchouts that you can kind of warn them of and maybe how to get past them? Is there, Do you have like two or three of them that you could share with the community? Yeah. Um, I mean, remote working is a challenge for everyone. So when I first, I mean, this is not my first fully remote working role. Um, I previously spent another two years doing fully remote working and co and also co- co-working spaces uh, with dispersed teams. So I've got a bit of experience, but initially there is going to be that lag. It's going to take a lot of getting used to. You cannot see people. You can't go up to them. So that's the challenge. But then you must be really disciplined with your time. I would say um, you need to be, you need to have a focus. You need to have figure out your daily working pattern, what times you work best at, um, and you need to really communicate well with your team. So what is 
are really allowed and showed me to do is improve my communication skills, which are really important, even face to face. Um, you know, what is the best what's, what's the best method to communicate with someone? Is it email? Is it voice call? Is it the is it WhatsApp? Is it Slack? Uh, you know, Google Docs presentations, and you, it's really ups your game on how to communicate and how to be brief. So I think that's a number one key point. Another one is that it's going to it's going to be a challenge, right? It's going to take a long time um, to sort of get up to speed with that. Um, um, you know, working remotely, um, you need to be very disciplined. So you need to have a daily um, daily tasks, I would say, uh, you need to build up daily tasks. And that's something I do. You need to have your priorities set for your work, as well as in your life. Um, what's really important, and what I found very useful is that at, at the end of each day, I would go through things I need to, things I've done in the current day with work, as well as my personal life. And then what do I plan to do? And what's the most important to me for tomorrow for work and my personal life? And then I'd build activities around that so you really need to be careful on how you um, approach this in terms of building activities what are the main tasks that you need to do for work what are your priorities and what can what isn't useful for uh, your goal and those things you need to really let go because you cannot do everything every day absolutely you definitely can't do it everything all day and um you know one thing that i heard you say is the communication piece and the planning piece and uh, me, obviously, being a manager myself, um, more of a people manager, though, uh, right now, um, you know, everyone has a different management style. What do you recommend for, like, how do you trust? How do you trust that your team's working? I, I'm sure that that trust is established over time, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that are that are going to be working remotely right now. Um that might not have that trust uh, level established. So how do you know that your people are working and getting things done and vice versa? How do they know what your plan is? Right. Okay. Um, so what I found, so I, I'll, I'll give this two points to make here. Um, number one, if you're working with freelancers, people you have never worked with before, as I have done in the experience of doing that. And that's something that you have to then go through the pain of. You must onboard them. You must go through your whole, uh, vision, what you're trying to achieve, and that 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 initial steps takes two to three weeks. Like you must really spend dedicated time. So when we I was forming the product delivery team uh, in my current place, um, we found developers, um, we onboarded them, we worked with them, we shared the vision, we went through a whole process. We you know we went through um, what we're trying to build, what, uh, when we need to build it by, um, and it took hours, like we were on planning meetings for five hours straight, you know, on voice calls, on on Google Google Meets and, you know, Zoom chats and whatnot, really discussing this in length and, you know, what they can do, what we need to do, well, how we need to plan it, what we should do first. And every day we would have two to three hour meetings minimum, like voice calls, going over things, uh, planning uh, product features, um understanding what they what their technical skill sets is and even then we had problems like there was two people that we onboarded we spent two to three weeks really discussing the details getting everything up to speed putting in the scrum process attempt you know doing very quick runs and then two or three of them just dropped out they ghosted and that's a problem that people are going to realize so really good freelancers and really good remote workers they're going to be there they're going to you know 
over time, and this is when you work with them, you will see who's good and who's not. And that goes down to making those decisions. You know, you 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 realize over time, and that's a pain you have to take um, to run this kind of teams, especially with freelance workers. Um, you must put in the time, and you do really find awesome workers. At the same time, you have to put up the pain where people just drop out. They're not into the project. You don't hear anything back from them. You just spend two weeks getting them up to speed on the process or your product or your project. And, you know, that that takes you away. But it's all about having that plan B, knowing that you are working towards something where you're at and then seeing what else you can bring in. You know, you've got your own contacts, the people you're currently working with. Do they know someone? Okay, now you need to go out and find someone. But at the same time, you don't drop everything. You continue building and working on the things you can work on. And I think that's something I found really important. Um, the second point is there's a lot of people who are not working with freelancers or forming new teams. So they already have a relationship with people. And to that point, it's, it's um, you know, you already have that professional relationship. You know that what work can be delivered and when and how. So it's much more about having that, you know, honest conversations. You let them, you trust them because they are in your organization. They are, you know, part of your wider or bigger, large organization. You know what they can do and what should be done. So it's more about trusting them to do the work. And if it's not done, then that's when you have that conversation. Awesome. Awesome. Great points there. Um, I'm just sorry. I'm just so curious around the remote, remote work. You know, for me, um, currently a manager of people and teams, um, it's very important for us to build relationships with our teams and, and make sure everyone knows that, you know, we care about, obviously we care about the work that's the results and the work that's done, but we also care about people as human beings. We really appreciate those human connections. I'm curious how you, how you develop the, the human connections. How do you have like the water cooler conversations where you're kind of getting to know people? Um, but how do you balance that with, you know, obviously the development conversations and the, the results, the the, organi- the the conversations around the products you're creating. Right. So right, right at the start of um, forming a team or even with existing teams, um, it's more about introducing yourself. Who are you? So right at the start um, in my current company, as, as we are forming it, when we were onboarding new people and bringing new team members in, um, we introduce each other. We spend an hour talking about what we do, what are our interests, where do we live. We've got to, you know, starting to know each other. You know, how do you like working? What what are your skill sets? Um, but more, just more than that, you know, who are you? Where, you know, what, you know, what what are your interests? Um, what are the things you do? And that over time develops. So as you then having these deep uh, daily stand-ups and sprint planning meetings or uh, product delivery meetings and uh, acceptance criteria meetings and testing. Uh, over time, you get to know about their personal life, um, especially when you're working remotely because you're juggling your normal life, your personal life with your work. Um, and, you know, what I've learned to do and as well as the teams I'm working with learn to do is that we do our work but it doesn't mean that we have a set nine to five or, you know, nine to seven or whatever it may be. We have our chunks of work. And in, in that time, we can also do our own personal, uh, sort of, you know, personal errands and personal tasks that we need to do around our life. Um, and you get to learn about other people, what they're doing, you know, 
uh, a colleague of mine got married recently and he was talking about that and he got to learn about his culture and how he's getting married and where, you know when he's what he's planned and where he's going for the honeymoon so you do develop that over time and people share that so it's not oh there's just a video call and you talk about the work and say okay i'll have the email or document to you you actually do build these relationships over time um and people do share um because you know they've got their own personal life and they're also working remotely yes um okay great great points yeah i i thought that that was that was uh that was a big part of it um you know we do we do like team events and outings and just trying to visualize how that's done remotely um i was having a tough time understanding that but but yeah you're right you know just naturally working together i'm sure you um create some pretty solid bonds uh with your remote team so an example i can give you of that is um so the colleague of mine who was um getting married in india yeah we actually did a live stream of his wedding we couldn't be there but we did a live stream we shared he shared photos so we were there virtually that's so cool that is so that's so so cool man see that 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 shows the type of teams that you manage man and the culture that you create as a leader i love that um so you know we're coming up on 15 minutes but i really want to make sure and you gave some great tips but i really want to make sure that maybe we touch on the technology piece um can you take a couple minutes just to, to kind of talk about what your favorite technologies are um or your technology technological tools are um and how you use them within your remote teams right um so we use the cloud obviously because um you know cloud tools because we have one we have to and we're building the whole business to be on the cloud and it is on the cloud we run it on the cloud uh, and all our product which is a iOS platform android platform and web interface are all built open source and on the cloud uh, we're using uh, google cloud at the moment um and uh, we uh, to be productive uh, we're using g suite um and all the tools within the g suite so sheets docs presentations uh and we built a whole process on around scrum uh, on g suite uh, on on google sheets um and our google docs um and i manage the whole process daily on our daily standups sprint planning meetings the product uh, backlog the user stories uh, everything is recorded in uh using g suite um all the artifacts the ui the ux uh, development um and ma- i manage the whole scrum process so we didn't want to be tied into one tool because we were a startup right and we don't have time to at the at the time we didn't want to be limited to one tool and then realize oh this tool does this but we can't do x with it so we built the whole process from scratch in google sheets and different uh, g suite um components uh so we have you know we can build it out and then analyze a tool that we will actually maybe need for specific things so right now um the product vision the um um the user stories the product backlog um the sprint planning meeting the task assignment completion uh the retrospective the accept uh, acceptance criteria everything i do is managed uh, using google sheets and google docs um and that process is available to everyone so everyone can see so it's a virtual board basically a team board because we're not in a physical location um and um that that that's basically represents a team board everyone can access the user stories uh the current tasks the completion rate and any questions we have a daily stand up uh which we hold on google meet uh do video calls and screen shares uh we communicate using telegram and whatsapp 
um, and that that's our main communication tools. Anything we come quickly, we're doing something else outside in our personal life. We can answer email. Uh, we can answer quickly on Telegram messaging. Um, and uh, this happened this just this um, just this morning actually. Um, I was uh, we're creating some new um, templates. Um, the the UI designer had created some new templates, and I quickly reviewed them. Uh, on my phone. I, I wasn't logged in. Um, I was doing some personal stuff, but I could quickly get back to him with some updates and he quickly got back to me all through uh, Telegram. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Well, Saad, thank you so much for getting on and sharing your tips today, man. Um, I will definitely put your LinkedIn URL in the show notes. And so everyone that's listening, if you want to follow up with Saad, shoot him a, a DM on LinkedIn, connect with him. Um, anything else you want to add before we hop off? I mean, it's awesome to be, you know, sharing insights. And I also, you know, uh, really enjoyed being on this podcast. And there's so many things we can talk about. So I'd be love to come back and, you know, really go into other things as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we're going to do a, a sod part two for our guests shortly. So thanks for joining us for another episode of Surviving Social Distance.